Welcome back to the Stellar Cyber Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Mason Boy, joined as always by Glenn Enos Jr. and Matthew Souza. Hello. Guys, it's week nine. I'm running out of time. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, but no the good offense. news is it's now November. Which means, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do we have a calendar in front of me? Is it comeback season? I was going to say, I don't think I got a win in the past month, but I won on October 2nd. So, oh, just snuck it in there. Just snuck in a win in October. But now it's a new month. And yes, Mason, comeback season's in the works. It's right now or never. And, um,. What you're about to see is uh, they're gonna, you're going to tell your grandkids about it. Am I? Okay. You're going to see me <laughs> win. Let's see, we're on week nine. Nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. You're going to see me win my last six, make the playoffs. It starts with Zach, and it ends with Craig. The guy who just put up the most points in the, on the yeah, week, I Zach. Yeah, seriously. Him. I ain't scared of him. My team could put up the most points if they wanted to, but they just haven't wanted to up until November. That's a good point. Yeah. Because you know, he certainly didn't do that against Panacho. He put up a nice 77. Yeah, right. Which is probably going to be more than what Craig will put up against Panacho this week because that's just how things work. That's just how things work. Speaking of this week, today while we're recording is the NFL trade deadline, not the fantasy trade deadline. So you can keep trading. It's the actual, real-life National Football League trade deadline. And boy, oh boy, did a lot of trades happen. I feel like a lot more than usual uh, with some more relevant names. So that being said, let's get to the news with Souza. That was fucking awesome. I I've been waiting that. for this day oh for years. God. <laughs> I, I just learned how to uh, put custom sounds on uh, wow on my stream decks. That's a game changer then. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's the sound of the news. Well, since you uh, alluded to the trades, we'll just start there with some trades. The Bears received Chase Claypool. From the Steelers. Um, so Chase Claypool to the Bears. I'm only going to talk about the fantasy relevant players. I'm not going to talk about picks. I'm not going to talk about defensive guys. Because this is a fantasy football podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I think it's not fair if we don't talk about Bradley Chubb. I mean, we can get there, but. He's not he, the Chubb that gets dubs. Um, Susan, I don't know if you know this. But that Miami defense has been pretty good this year. That's pretty fantasy relevant, in my opinion. And now you're saying they're getting better? Yeah, they're getting a lot I th- better. I think All the right, Broncos fine. defense has been pretty good this year. Bradley Chubb to the Dolphins. <clears throat> I mean, granted, the, the Broncos did actually trade also for a defense end from the Jets to replace him. But I guess he's been pretty good for the Jets this year. 
obviously not as good as Bradley Chubb, but question. So hit me. What does this mean for Tyler Algier? Oh, you can't see it. I'm holding the fingers up, Glenn. What? Where? (laughs) Tyler Algier. So, Mason, Dolphins defense are ranked 27th in fantasy. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Wow. Oh, I just had to tell. I was like, wait, they've been good? What an L take on my part. I thought that they were. Oh, you Maybe know what? in real life, I don't know. I think no, you're thinking think... of uh, week uh, week sixteen last year. They're really good that week. Or maybe you're just thinking about the the game against the Patriots week one, where they dropped uh, nineteen points, only allowed seven. They got a pick six, two fumble recoveries. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking of. The but... ass eating they did against they gave to yeah, the Patriots, specifically Mac Jones. No, they have. I mean, look on paper, they're a good defense. They have good cornerbacks. Um, I think they might be hurt. Right now, though, that might be why their defense has been really bad. But I mean, regardless, Bradley Chubb is—he's uh, a—I oh. think he's—he's he's, he's a fantastic defensive player that upgrades any defense automatically. So, well, you know who on, was on the other side of that Chubb trade? That was Chase Edmonds, who was Man. on the Dolphins and is now being flipped to the Broncos. So if you. <laughs> That seemed louder than usual. <laughs> so if you had Edmonds, if you were suffering from bye weeks, because there's a lot of buys, 49ers, Broncos, Steelers, among among them. I think there's more than that. Um, and you're relying on Chase Edmonds because of those bye weeks. Well, now he's on bye too, as he is part of the Denver Broncos. So That's what right. does this mean? If you're relying on Chase Edmonds, you got problems. <laughs> Correct. But – that can very well be the case because there's bye week problems this week. But now we got Melvin Gordon, we got Chase Edmonds, we got Latavius Murray. The Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Three fucking yes. shit cans. Yes. So what I ask you, are the Dolphins gonna do now that they don't have Chase Edmonds? Well, hmm. they already did it. They got Jeff Wilson. <laughs> because Raheem Moser was like, holy shit. You don't get hurt in Miami. This is so much better than the 49ers. I got to tell my buddy Jeff Wilson about this before he gets hurt again. And then that's what happened. So Jeff and Raheem are now friends again. And that should be interesting, too. I don't think uh, – I think Jeff's just going to be the backup and Raheem's going to keep doing his thing. Are you sure about that? Yes. Damn. You want, to, uh, you want to do Applebee's part two? No. Oh get out of here. God. I'm not going to. You still I'm owe me take, 99. I'm going to take my profits and run. I'm not going to double down. I do owe you 99. Um, Jeff Wilson, going to Miami, obviously a way better situation than being Christian McCaffrey's backup. Um. I think Jeff gets. I think Jeff gets some playing time. Uh, Mike McDaniel came from San Francisco staff. It's uh, he's reuniting with Jeff Wilson. Obviously, see something in Jeff Wilson they didn't see in Chase Edmonds. So Raheem Mostert, he's been good. Hasn't been great. He's been good. 
But I think Raheem Moster is easily replaceable, especially if he gets the injury bug, which he usually gets around this time every season. So it's just, just about to drop Jeff Wilson after the trade that I uh, had a couple weeks ago where I traded for Jeff Wilson and then CMC gets traded to the 49ers. And I thought that was a big waste. And um, I was about to drop Jeff Wilson. That's how useless he would have been on my fantasy team with Christian McCaffrey there. After after Christian McCaffrey just had his uh, San Francisco homecoming performance where he threw, ran, and received the touchdown. Emphasis on the coming. Yeah. Well, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Raheem Moster, I I agree, Susan, right now, Moster's still the guy. Jeff, as he gets his feet wet in Miami, uh, will be the backup. But don't be surprised if things shake up a bit. And Jeff Wilson... Is uh, is the lightning to Raheem Mostert's thunder, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Moving on, we had a bit of a shocker. The Jaguars traded for Calvin Ridley, a retired NFL receiver. Yeah. Um, dynasty that matters. But in a redraft league, no significance whatever. No. If you if you were in a dynasty league and you've been stashing Calvin Ridley all this time, um, good for you. Do we think there's a receiver on the Jaguars who is better than Calvin Ridley? No. No. So I don't think there's a receiver on the Jaguars that was better than 2019 Calvin Ridley. But will he be better than 2023 Calvin Ridley? He could. You don't know. I mean, Ridley's going to be what? 26, 27? That's me right now. You think I can run routes? No, but you also don't gamble on uh, your own team. So it's true. It's yeah, that's interesting. At, le- at, least, at least for dynasty purposes, I think he's Jacksonville is a better spot for him than Atlanta, especially if Mariota continues to be the quarterback moving forward. At least through next year. I don't, you know, if the Falcons are leading the NFC South right now, if they have success and make the playoffs under Mariota, what's stopping them from continuing with Mariota next season and holding off on uh, the rookie quarterback that they drafted? Yeah. I'd rather him be on the Jaguars if I I had him. Um, Moving on, we got Naeem Hines going to the Bills. That's big. And Zach Moss is going to the Colts. Now, who do you think this impacts more? Naheem Hines or Zach Moss? Mm. I think Hines, for sure. Well, let's not forget, Devin Singletary is still there. Uh, James Cook's there, too. Obviously, I don't think he'll take any snaps away from Naheem Hines. I mean, it's kind of... I think Zach Moss is going to be just as useless. And yeah. Naeem Hines might even be not as good because Singletary is a pass catcher. So, but he's also the lead back. So I'm sure Naeem Hines will just continue to be his third down role, pass catching role. And uh, Zach Moss will continue to do nothing. You think Hines will? Uh... Well, I think this is a fresh start for Zach Moss. I mean, granted, he's behind Jonathan Taylor. But somebody's going to fill that role that Hines left. 
whether it's Deion Jackson or Zach Moss. Obviously, if they're trading for Zach Moss, it means they find some value in him. Um, yeah. Do you think Hines would be better in Buffalo than he was in Indy? Yeah, because Singletary isn't a Jonathan Taylor guy who's going to take a monster workload and never lose his job or lose touches, really. Singletary could. He's not. He hasn't always been the best. He's always been kind of like a 10-touch guy. He's had a big workload this year, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if he loses efficiency late in the year after he has the wear and tear and Naeem Hines kind of steps up a little more. Almost like a J.D. McKissick kind of guy who isn't the lead back but gets enough pass catch, uh, receptions to be somewhat relevant four or five catches a game. I think Hines is so good for that offense for the Bills. I think he's going to benefit quite a bit. Who's got Hines in our league? Uh, Jake Aronson, I think. Sounds right. Oh, Gomes is here. Thank God. He is in the uh, chat. Thank you, Gomes. I think he needs uh, Hines to be good uh, because Daryl Henderson is his RB2 currently. I got a question for you. Who's got a big cock? Uh, That would be Hawk. Not me. Not you? You know know the answer, Mason? That would be Hawkinson. No. It's the Vikings. And, and Hawkinson. Yes, the Vikings traded for uh, TJ Hawkinson, and they put Irv Smith on IR. So they needed a tight end because Irv Smith is hurt, and they got one. Should be interesting. I mean, Irv was all right in uh, – I mean, it's all right. Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I think it's a marginally better situation. I do think it's better, though, overall. For Hawkinson. I, I think it's better for Amon Ross St. Brown. Susan, did you mention did you mention yeah. that Herb Smith is hurt? Yes, I said he was on IR. Okay, sorry. And that's it. We're gonna talk about some injuries. Rashad Bateman's expect to miss a few weeks with a foot injury. Um that's it for trades. Season. That's it for trades. What was the first one you said? Claypool to the Bears. <laughs> um, what do we think about that? Who cares? Who cares? Um, it's better for, better for the Steelers pass catchers, and it's worse for Mooney. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be for Clay hey, specifically, wait. though. Speaking of pass catchers, can I tell you guys something that Brennan proposed to me today? Sorry, Craig. There's one more I got to talk about. What's that, Mason? Um... Susan, uh, Brennan texted me today and said, how about a trade two for one Pickens and Higby for Andrews? Pickens just got more targets. Higby outside of last week has been over-reliable, and you gained depth. And I said, in response to your trade offer, I love you like a brother. You know that. But I would rather drag my balls through broken glass than have to rely on George Pickens on a week-to-week basis. And he said, you're telling me you don't Damn. want the guy that just scored zero points? That's true. I love that comeback answer from, from Brendan. He's got a good P- point. Pickens isn't the only guy who scored zero points. I mean, Elijah Moore did it too. Uh, 
Well, that was an unnecessary shot at Craig. No, it I wasn't because I'm an Elijah Moore owner too. But so am I. Fact is, I don't start him. There's another trade I got to talk about. All right, go ahead. Do it. Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs. Oh yeah. Craig oh, just yeah. texted me. He said, "Come on, Souza, don't forget about this one." Damn. It's so early in the week. I forgot about it. Well, what else he's a great happened? athlete. And the Chiefs, I mean, who, who wouldn't want to be catching passes from Holmes, even if he's not looking at you while he does it? Tyree but Joe. it's the uh, – right, because Tua is more accurate. Right. To me, it's just like more mud in the water. Seriously. Juju and MVS and Sky Moore and Hardman and now Tony. How is one guy going to – how is one guy going to be <laughs> – one receiver going to be nasty while the others aren't or whatever? Like, you know, I don't know how it's going to be. And then Kelsey's obviously, like, the number one there, so he can only get one good receiver, and they might only be a number two kind of guy, and it looks like it's Juju right now. I don't know. I don't uh, know. F- for the Chiefs? Great move getting Kadarius Tony. Nice young wide receiver. is all the talent in the world if he can stay healthy. For yeah. fantasy? Uh, yeah, he probably doesn't do anything this year. Well, no, not only that, but if he does, like, and you have him and you start him, it's going to be the same thing like starting Juju, MVS, Hardman, all those other clowns. You're either going to have 15 points or you're going to have two points. And is it yep. worth the risk? That's what you got to ask yourself. It's definitely a you got you to gotta see it first kind of situation. And I wouldn't go trading for him, but if you have him in Dynasty – you're cha-ching, I think. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe, the Giants would be better because he'd be more of the guy than but he would be in the Chiefs. But he hasn't been the guy at all. Like they, Even when he's healthy, they refuse, they refuse to play him. Maybe they would have this year because they got nobody. They got Wandale. Finally, yeah. I think he almost got zero points again uh, this week. But well, anyway. They just, they just lost their tight end too, right? Yeah, Bellinger. Uh, Cody Bellinger. I got knocked out or some shit. That was two weeks ago. Oh, right. But All he's right. still out. Um, Jesus Christ. We're still on the news. Oh, Cooper Cup is expected to be day-to-day with an ankle sprain. It's a lot, hey, it's a lot of news. This is the news with Sousa. This is your time to shine. Should be happy. There's news. Oh, Without yeah. news, you don't have a job. Jonathan Taylor had an ankle injury, left the game, but he came back. But it's been an ankle injury. That's why he missed the game earlier in the year. Still bothering him. Just like Mark Andrews has a shoulder problem. That's been bothering him. Uh, Harbaugh says, looks like it's not a major, major thing. It's something he's dealing with. Okay. So that's so, just. Is it major enough for Mason to trade him? That is the question, but apparently it's not. Mason, hands up right now. Who's doing this? Nah, if you uh, (laughs) were... What's your value on Mark Andrews? You still hold him at that high uh, untouchable? Or do you think Um, if someone gave you a good offer, you'd be like, you know what? Fuck this guy. No, I I do... Like a Gerald Everett. Shut the fuck up. What? I do. I do. Jimmy's hold him. dog. 
I do hold him in pretty high regard still, and I think that's because that tight end is just such a volatile position that even besides Kelsey, Andrews is subject to the same kind of uh, volatility that tight ends normally have, but he makes up for it because he has like really big games. You know what I'm saying? Or like Gerald Everett will have a game because he's volatile, but he'll give you 10 at max. You know what I'm saying? Well, on like a decent game. I so, guess. If someone no hypothetically, if someone hypothetically would offer you like, I don't know, Jeff Wilson and like a Dallas Goddard. <laughs> oh no. Would you, uh, would you think of that? Is doing that as a trade? No. All right. What about a Chuba Hubbard? Absolutely not. Dante Foreman's the man. All right. So what about a Deonta Foreman and like a Gerald Everett? No. Can we stop doing this? I'm not trading Andrews. All right. All right. Peace. Okay. What about uh nah, all right. What's next? <laughs> That's it. That's it. I mean G- Gus Edwards is having issues. He might not play. Uh Fuck which him. is perfect for Mason Star Drake against me. But it's also a Monday night game. Because so Yeah. Yeah. This is a big game this week, dude. Ooh, who do I want to win? That Whoever wins game. is gonna be in third place. Yeah, someone's gonna be five and four. And it's and not going to be mixed. So you both are four and four right now? Yeah. I'm we out here. I'm rooting for Sousa. Wow. Because you beat me, right? So I beat Sousa and I didn't beat Mason. That's all. All right. Selfish reasons. I get it. I mean, yeah. I, it's, it's not like, I, it's not like you know, I'm rooting for Sousa because fuck Mason. No. Or I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Mason because Susan's a fucking asshole and like to see him lose. I, I mean, that's what I think. I been my reasons his game though. Oh, definitely. But I'm not him. Oh, definitely. Look, Glenn, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. You're in a precarious situation here, one that I've been in many times, where you're pushed to the brink. You gotta go perfect now. Perfection. You can say all you want about Zach this week, but then there's the next week. And the next week, and the next week, and the next week. I ain't worried. I ain't worried. You know, the way this is going, you could probably have eight losses and still make the playoffs. Hopefully. And it all starts with Mason losing this week. That's right. So that's the news with Sousa. All right. Do I play it on the outro? Do you have an applause track? Uh, uh, I, I knew it. That's what it sounded like you're about to squeeze with the moaning. I used to, but I took it off. I got this. Wow. No, I was thinking of something different. But- All right, what's next? Stellar Stars of the Week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Fiber. Just finish the job <laughs> your man or woman started. You guys already know who I'm going to pick for mine, right? Yeah. Hold on, let me take a look at your team first. <laughs> oh, well, that, that makes sense. 
Now that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Get All right. Here. My seller star of the week is Alvin Kamara. My man did the damn thing this weekend. Okay. He had 18 carries, 62 yards, one rushing touchdown, and then nine receptions for 96 yards and two more touchdowns for a total of 38.3 fantasy points. Um, Basically, he hadn't scored any touchdowns up until this week. So the fact that he absolutely popped off like that was fantastic. Right. Um, He was D-E-W. And one could say it's about damn time. You see, I had him, I have him in a dynasty league and sleeper and sleeper will always update you when your players are doing something. I just constantly was getting Alvin Kamara updates to the point where I was like, oh, this has to be an old touchdown notification, but it wasn't because he kept getting them. I was like, awesome. Well, let's see what he does this week. Hopefully he just got it out of his system and now he's going to go another six weeks without, without a touchdown. No, 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 no. Good. Going against Baltimore's sorry ass defense. You kidding me? On Monday night, though. <sighs> Fuck Monday nights. Seriously. <laughs> I'm sick of it. Sousa, I've had to I deal hope, with them. Half my team is going on Monday night, bro. I hope you know that. Now, I this week, I had major guys on Monday, but I was getting my ass kicked so bad that it didn't matter. But. It could have easily have mattered. I mean, Barrow and Mixon Monday night. Um, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Going into the week, I was like, you got to be kidding me. And again, and he, Zach, had Cooper and Kareem Hunt. So, like, if it was any, at all anywhere close or even not that close, they still could have come down Monday. It's going to happen again this week. I have it's, a pre- it's pretty annoying. I had – so, last week I had a guy on Thursday. I had a guy on Sunday morning in London. And then the rest of my guys – And I'm in. All played at one o'clock, and I liked it. I did. I don't know why. Just the feeling to have so many guys in all the different games. I liked it. Yeah, you get a bunch I, of points and stuff. What I didn't like was like when the third quarter rolled around. I was like, oh man, I need some more points <laughs> after this. I don't. I don't have anybody left. But yeah, I, that's I the one thing that it. sucks about it. And then I already knew I was gonna lose. After the one o'clocks, I didn't even bother watching the four o'clocks. What's Sunday night? I was watching Game of Thrones, play some video games. Yeah, as soon as everyone left, Slapped my meat around Sunday, a little bit. We all left at like, I don't know, what, like six? Yeah, I was waiting for the mac and cheese. And I had the mac oh, and I cheese. And I was like, I just about had enough of today. <laughs> Real quick. That yeah, is nice. I want to I sound like Sousa for a second because... Uh, oh, here we go. The difference between me and Mr. Fryer... Um, <clears throat> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <clears throat> Fryer's team put up 124 points, okay? My team put up 91 points. Big gap, pretty much an ass whooping. It's over, over 30, 30 points. The difference in our game was a matter of who could score touchdowns. And boy, did his team score touchdowns. Hmm. He had nine total touchdowns. 
while my, my, my team had two total touchdowns, quarterback wow. included. Yeah. My touchdowns came from Russell Wilson and Tyler Algier. Okay. Jake's touchdown came three from Tua, one from DeAndre Swift, two from Jamal Williams, one from Brandon Ayuk, one from Mike fucking Gisecki, and one from Romeo Dobbs. I didn't even watch Sunday night. I saw that Monday morning. I just fucking chuckled to myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, of course, dude. He had to score, too. I remember we specifically talked. I, Glenn, I saw that he scored, and I remember us specifically talking about it and me going, dude, there's no chance he's going to do well. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, he did. 14 points <laughs> up my fucking ass. You can't make that up, man. The no, thing that got me about that matchup was how Swift and Williams had great games, like yeah. touchdowns for both of them. Yeah, so, yeah, that was fun. Every time it was in the red zone. And, and the thing I told Mason is I'm going to start turning off notifications for the fantasy app because throughout all the 1 o'clock games, like I said, I had all my players going. My phone was fucking blowing up. Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown's in the red zone. Go check it out. Chris Olave's in the red zone. Go check it out. Dallas Goddard's <laughs> in the red zone. Ah, oh, go check it out. Deontay Johnson's in the red zone. Ah, oh, go check it out. I must have got at least like 25 notifications about all my players going in. Guess how many touchdowns I got from that? Fucking one. Yeah, that I oh those notifications are tough because it's it's like a mind game. I get the red I get the red zone update and I'm like, okay. I got like three minutes. If I, if my phone doesn't buzz in the next three to five minutes, then I probably don't have a touchdown. And I get a buzz, I'm like, oh shit, is that it? Like fucking. Uh, no, let me know that some other jerk offs in the red zone too. Like Squid, like Squidward when he he's like, wait, what? What's the episode? He's like SpongeBob. He thinks it's SpongeBob, but there's no one. He's like so excited to perform. <laughs> that was me. Like I bought my, and it's like, oh, it's a Snapchat notification. It's not that's, a touchdown update. That's the one where he uh, moves to Squidville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he has the reef blower going. Yeah, that's me. I got a I got a second buzz, and it's like something else. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this this red zone notification was for 13 minutes ago. I didn't get anything. Did I? Yeah, I got a lot of them where uh, St. Brown was in the red zone, and then it ended in a DeAndre Swift touchdown or Jamal Williams touchdown twice. And yeah, three of them. That was cool. But I just want to get that off my chest. That's all. But 91 points. I'd be proud of that. Uh, three weeks ago. And uh, now is that your highest of the season? Nope, 92 is against me, isn't it? When Amon Ra dropped 35 for the only time in his life, let me take a look. (laughs) It's gotta be no, no, it was 90, 93.26 against Amaral, and I lost 105 to 93.26 against you. I scored 88, and you scored 82. (laughs) Shame, shame, can't uh, that's unacceptable, not as bad as. Me putting up 77 and Mason putting up 81. <sighs> that hurts. Dude. That is tough. Look, man. That was before I had Hopkins back, baby. And now he is back. And now it's my turn for the Stellar Star of the Week. I'm going to go with. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of good options. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Sorry. I just said playing with a reef floor. <laughs> Is that how he said it though? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like we typed it in, he said playing. <laughs> My stellar star of the week's Derek Henry. Yeah. There's, uh, I mean, what are you gonna do about this guy? What are you gonna do about 32 rushing attempts and 219 rushing yards? 
And of course, two touchdowns, throw that in there. He caught a ball for nine yards. So that's 228 total yards and two total touchdowns. You know, Glenn brought this up in the offseason. He said, why are we all talking about Taylor this and McCaffrey that when Derrick Henry, if he didn't get hurt, was going to like blow everyone else out of the water? And here he is blowing everybody out of the water. People get a little scared. Oh, Derrick Henry's foot got a Liz Frank injury. <laughs> well, even Liz old. Frank got caught, didn't she? That's right. I'm so- Wait. <laughs> oh my Wait a minute. Uh, so yeah, Derek. Yeah, that's uh, a. You have to censor that. <laughs> Souza. In this political I said Liz. I said Liz Frank though. I know it wasn't Liz. It was a cousin. Come on, Souza. Kanye's popping off right now. You can't be saying shit like that. First of all, talk about Kanye. I saw a thing on Twitter. <laughs> the caption was like. If Kanye like lived his life like thirty percent different, he would be a great comedian in the Jewish community. Did you see? <laughs> did you see the video of him where he's like, "I'm not gonna say who it is," you know, these people, and then he just goes, "It was a Jewish doctor." <laughs> I, I I haven't seen anything about Kanye he's, like he's, what he's actually dude, said. It's absolutely crazy. It's Jewish related. Dude, he's just yeah. going on an anti-Semitic tour, basically, like Damn. on people's prod on people's podcasts, and like popping off and saying that like the Jews control everything. It's crazy. Is he onto something? No, no. I don't know. If he, I don't know what they control. I know no. Paul Heyman's a Jew, and he oh. controls the, the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Jesus. No, Sorry. that's a conspiracy theory, you dingus. Um. Yeah, Kanye's tapped. Yeah, Derrick Henry's good. Yeah, right. Derrick Henry, 35 points, by the way. From a guy, and again, this guy doesn't even catch passes, like one or two a game, and he just dominates. He's a true athlete, a beast. A beast incarnate. What you got, Glenn? My stellar star of the week is the man known as... Tony P. Tony Pollard getting the start this week for the Dallas Cowboys for America's team with the absence of Ezekiel Elliott. Tony P. 14 attempts. Nothing crazy. You would think with Zeke out, he'd be getting fucking 25, 30. No, Mike McCarthy's still a dickhead. He was getting, giving the third string guy some carries too near the goal line. He almost got his first touchdown. But anyways, he only gets 14 carries. But what he does with that is he runs the ball for 131 yards and uh, not one, not two, but three touchdowns. And uh, he also catches one pass for 16 yards, totaling in 33.2 half-point PPR points. Tony P. did the damn thing this week. And uh, I was in a league where I owned Tony P., I was also in a league where I own the same league where I own Jalen Waddle and Christian McCaffrey and Jabal Williams and Amari Cooper. And it's safe to say I put up 206 points this week. And Tony P was a big part of that. I mean, along with McCaffrey. We don't I'm not I'm not trying to single out McCaffrey because he's usually here on the Stellar Stars of the Week. He's a premier person 
usually gets represented usually by Mason. Yeah. But this year, Mason happens to own Kamara. So. No, I own McCaffrey too and Jim and Skip. Okay. All right. Anyways, now, Tony P, this is his first time here. So welcome, mm. Tony P. We like having you here on the Stellar Stars. Stellar Stars of the Week. Now, I don't listen to Cowboys radio. Yeah. But if we did, would you suspect there'd be callers saying, get Zeke out of town? Tony P's the guy. Why are we messing with this dude? He gained weight. His knees hurt. He's old. Yeah. Well, they no talk like that in Texas? I don't think so. I think they talk more like, did damn Zeke Elliott, he gained he gang waiting. He don't Jerry don't gonna pay him now. But that Tony Pollard bastard, he's gonna he gonna <laughs> He runs he explosive like a like a like bullets out of my shotguns, what he sounds like. Um yeah, there's, definitely, there's definitely there's definitely people uh who are saying that, and then Jerry Jones will happily respond by saying <clears throat> we go as Zeke goes. That's it. Zeke's number one. That's all I know. He's going to be I quarterback. Don't, I don't care point. if Tony Pollard finds a cure to cancer in the second quarter. We're going with Zeke. That's that's uh, that's a Jerry Jones quote, by the way. Nice. Just kidding. He didn't say that. Dom said, like, circumcising a mosquito. Does anyone know what that means? <laughs> Boston accent in Dallas, like circumcising a mosquito. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones quote. That's sick. He really popped off with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. <laughs> look, I love Tony P. I love Zeke. There's things that Tony P does that Zeke can't do. Like and score this- touchdowns? Damn. A rush for over 100 yards. And there's things that Zeke does that Tony P can't do. Like get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn. Listen, Let me just check Zeke's stats quick. As long I know as, he scored touchdowns. As long as the Cowboys win, I don't care if fucking Frigerator Perry's getting the ball. I'm, I'm if happy. who? What'd you say? William the Refrigerator Perry. Oh, that guy. <laughs> that guy. All right, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, How's Dak looking anyway? I haven't even seen the Cowboys. He had a 25-point week last week. Uh, he had a rushing touchdown, too. Hmm. And now they're on by. Now they're on by. Another team on by. Six and two, sitting pretty. Just need the Eagles to lose, but they ain't going to lose. Not until we play them again. Giants lost, though. But, yeah, Tony P, doing, Tony P doing great things. Uh, what's probably going to happen is uh, he's probably going to be a free agent. Let me go send and spam in the chat, dude. You, we're gonna <laughs> I'm clicking on, these on it. I am clicking on it. I'm going to get a virus. <laughs> it was a legitimate quote, I guess. It says, Jerry Dash Jones uses Dash, a strange Dash saying about Dash mosquitoes to describe plan for Tony Romo. Jerry Jones on keeping Romo on keeping Romo in 2016. There is no use circumcising the mosquito on this. There is no good. There's no one good enough to take the last spot. 
on the 53 roster, keeping Romo on the 53-man roster, it looks like it's what he's saying. Um, we're going to have to start calling him Geriatric Jones soon. That was in 2016. <laughs> Anyways, uh, 20P's great. But what's probably going to happen is he's going to be a free agent next year because the Cowboys already paid Zeke. And that's the cost of it. Um, womp, womp. I mean, what are you going to do? Nothing. You made, you made your bed, you lie on it. That's it. That's right. All yeah. that's left to do is move on to fuck of the week. That's it. But first, Stellar Stars of the Week were brought to you oh. by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. It's I don't time like, for fuck of the week. I don't like not seeing Mason. He's lurking in the, sh- <laughs> in the shadows. <laughs> time for fuck of the week. Brought to you by PBJ Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well use Lube. Susa, did you have some of that this week? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought I was tough enough to handle a good old fight between Zach and myself, and I couldn't take it. He was really rough, and he didn't stop. All the way from Thursday to Sunday uh, to Monday night, just a four-day butt-fucking Five day, four day, whatever. All right. You know what? You know why that happened to you, Souza? I'll tell you why. Because Devontae Adams is our fuck of the week. Uh, he had one reception for three yards and a carry for negative one. So he finished with 0.7 points. Two total yards and one reception. Um, I mean, it's not all his fault. Yeah, there were some Derek Carr issues, but no, I mean, I mean, why you lost to Zach? Oh no! Yeah. I mean, yeah. it is a big. Devontae fact, wasn't uh, going to get me fifty points, but no. he um, he does not get you point seven. It's very uncharacteristic of him. He's goosed once in his life. Do you remember that? It's like a few years ago. He just scored zero points. I think Devontae I did. Adams. On the Packers. One time. Well, now he's putting up point seven on the Raiders. <laughs> right. And that sucks. That's why I'm just glad that I got the shellacking that I did because if I had lost Ben Adams getting point seven, that would have pissed me off tremendously. Yeah. Then he would have really fucked you good. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, see I'm a Devontae owners, uh, Devontae owners, a Devontae Adams owner in another league as well. Well, it didn't fuck me because uh, I got Travis Etienne. Oh, yeah. I know what that's all about. He's good. Uh, So he was able to kind of negate the shit that Devontae Adams did this past week because he did fuck you, as I'm sure he did many people. That is for sure. Yep. And then you start seeing it. This happens every week. I don't know why. The video on ES, the, one of the ESPN videos on that. It's like, should you be concerned with Devontae Adams? Like, no, one of them was the, before this week, before he actually had a bad week. It was like, should you consider keeping Devontae Adams in your roster? It's like, why would that be a title of a video of a guy in the top eight or whatever he was? Well, see, that ESPN is fucking weird. Well, they must have known because he just put up a point seven. What if he's <laughs> putting up point seven? Maybe. Consider having him on your roster. I'd drop him if I were you, Susan. 
<laughs> he also had the flu this week. He wasn't oh, even practicing. Oh, fucking who, dude? I can't drop him. I can't drop him. Seven and six against the fucking Jazz with the flu. The Jazz. Not, not .7. Michael Jordan ain't putting up .7. Well, anyway, that was fuck of the week. Yes, yeah, it was. Brought to you by PB&J, Luke. You're going to get fucked with my little use. Yeah, if, you, if you're going to, you might as well. Um, I feel like we, there's a few honorable mentions we could give for, like, stellar stars, too. Like, there was a lot of offense. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah the NFL finally. It's about time. The good players itself. actually showed up. Um, so, like, AJ John Brown, Foreman, Christian AJ McCaffrey. Brown, yeah, McCaffrey. Um, even Tua almost had 30. Yeah, Hopkins. Hopkins. So, there was a... Uh, DJ Moore caught a nice... DJ yeah, Moore DJ caught a Moore Hail Mary. DJ Moore. yard touchdown, which would have also, won them the game. Yeah, also lost them the game by having an unsportsmanlike <laughs> penalty. That's such a stupid fucking... Uh, I know. Such a dumb rule, in my opinion. Why don't you go right to someone about it? Why don't you call no, the good. rules person? I'm not that passionate right. about it. Well... It is dumb. <laughs> it's just stupid, though. It's like... I, I mean, mean... We forgot some news. Diggs did it in the NFC Championship. Game was over though, so it doesn't matter. But like, there shouldn't be any penalty for that. Suckling, we've got some news. Is that what happened to Jamar Chase? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm just gonna correct what I said. I said Diggs in the NFC Championship. It was in the divisional round to get to the NFC Championship because the Vikings weren't in the fucking Super Bowl. Um, Chase is dead. Chase, no, he's not dead. He unfortunately had a hip issue. I think he was hula hooping too hard or something. Yeah, but they're not putting him on IR, I guess, because he's literally built different. Well, here's the thing with Chase. Um, they have a bye week, not but so and that wouldn't towards IR. So technically has five weeks. Um to get better without with, to like nullify the idea of putting him on IR. You know what I mean? Like if he'll have that extra week and it's like, Oh, no need to put him on IR. Cause he could be back by our third game rather than holding him out for four games. What if, what if he's like the bye week happens and then they put him on IR. That would suck. Yeah. Um, but if it was that bad, then it doesn't really matter how you slice it. Because he would be on IR at the beginning, and he still wouldn't be ready. What happened to Debo? Damn. Yeah, Debo got hurt, too. You're forgetting about, right? I don't know why I can't search these motherfuckers. The North remembers. So Debo got hurt too. Um, one second. One second, everybody. How long is he out for? Can't be as long as Chase. He's on by this week and he's gonna be reevaluated. Um obviously coming into this week. But so you're telling me <laughs> I'm dropping all the big time trying to find these players. So you're telling me both Chase and Debo are hurt, 
And Elijah Moore is hurt too. I guess so. Yeah, Elijah Moore. Throw him in there. This feels targeted, Glenn. I'm just trying to understand. Like, he's got to be hurt. Right? Is he on the injury report? Elijah Moore? Yeah. Oh, no. No, 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 no. He's not hurt. He's just in the doghouse for some reason. Then what? The I finally fuck pulled him is up. up, Kyle. I don't understand it. Why is he so bad? He's in Matt La- Mike LaFour's doghouse. He only saw one target last week. And on a day when the Jets passed more than they have since Joe Flacco was started. 41 times from Zach Wilson. And you're telling me my guy, Elijah Moore, can't catch a fucking ball? There he is. Nope. Who's, uh, who's got Elijah Moore in our league? Craig. Oh, who's, who's facing Craig this week? Uh, Here we go. Panacho. If I'm Panacho, I'd be worried. Because there's no way Elijah Moore goes back-to-back weeks not catching a fucking pass. Yeah, it's tough. Oh, and so Debo has a hamstring problem. He was ruled out last week. He's got a bye week this week. And we'll have to evaluate for next week. Chase is, is out for at least a few weeks. Again, they have the bye next week. I expect him to miss the week after that. They're banking on him missing or needing four weeks of recovery, pretty much. Well, Which would not, only be three games. That's not good. Because what am I supposed to do with four weeks without Jamar Chase? Uh, cry. Trade him. That too. You trade Chase. Do I trade Chase Montgomery? For Chris Godwin? No, I don't know about that. I think it would be better to trade him for... No, no, no. You got a package deal with him. Jamar that's Chase... And Kenneth Walker for Chris Godwin. Well, oh, God. <laughs> That's what you meant. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to trade for a guy who's hurt. What the fuck? <laughs> or because Chase does have some, you know, future value that's pretty damn good value, you could do something like a Montgomery and let's just say, theoretically, the owner lost in Joku, their main tight end. You could give them Everett, too. So, like an Everett and a Montgomery because they're missing Chase Edmonds, who's now on the Broncos and on bye week. But the problem for with that Chase, is, who's hurt. The just problem with that is nobody wants Gerald Everett. What is that supposed to mean? We don't have I Mike think, Williams, Keenan Allen sucking his own dick. And I think, I think there are people out there who would rather start Elijah Moore twice than to start Gerald Everett. And we call those people morons. Damn. Got him. All right. Pigskin pick him. Oh, my God. Do I get a chance, guys? All I know is I picked the Giants to win, I think. I said all I know, and then I said I think. <laughs> it's nice. you don't know. Yeah, which means oh, I know nothing. Shit. Oh shit! Look at this. Oh, 
I'm 67 and 55, and I'm still in last place. What the fuck? All right, but I'm only a couple games back. Oh, we're about to gain some ground. Applebee's got another game on me. We still got some time, boys. Who's who is that? Is that a is that Craig? That's Craig. He'll two for twenty. <laughs> All right, Thursday night. This is a lock. We're putting the seven zero Philadelphia Eagles up against the Houston Texans, or a one five and one. Well, Souza, here's the good thing. At least you get to see Brandon Cooks get his one point one out of the way early in the week, right? <sighs> Great Thursday night game. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the I, thing I is, the thing is, is that Mason also might have Dallas Goddard if he uh, trades Mark Andrews to me. Oh, that's never gonna happen. Stop asking. So, Mason, are you excited to have a guy? Or are you excited to have Cooks on Thursday? No, but no. neither. I'm not excited to go against him on Thursday. So, I'm trying to think of who has it better. I would much rather face. The guy who has a Thursday night guy against me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like more often I than not. Hate, hate having people on Thursday. More often than not, Thursday night games are a fucking slog. It's a gamble either way. You know, it's either they do great and you're feeling good for four days, or they suck and you're feeling shit, or the opposite for the, if you're facing them. I will, the past two weeks, I've had guy on th- guys on Thursday night got me a. 10 points each, which is good. I was feeling good about it. And then come Sunday, didn't mean a goddamn thing. So. The one good thing you could say about it, about going against them, is that I don't have to watch this game, which means that's one less player I got to worry about getting points on Sunday when I am watching games. Right. but then I just got to hope he doesn't do anything. And then you look at your phone after the game and see that Brandon Cooks put up a 22 burger on you. <laughs> but like, at that point, you're just ripping the Band-Aid off as opposed to sitting through three hours of true. uninterrupted football and watching every touchdown Yeah, no, rip I'm your balls off. I'm definitely doing something else than watching my opponent play on Thursday night. But you have a guy on Thursday, assuming you don't trade Goddard for Mark Andrews. Right. And that's assuming. That's a big ass in assuming. So um, you know what happens when you assume. I'm picking the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Texans got no shot. Moving Undefeated. on to Sunday. I mean, I'm rooting for the Texans, but I don't know. Moving on to Sunday, you got the Los Angeles Chargers coming off a bye, facing the four and four Falcons, leaders of the NFC South. What the I hell? cannot believe this matchup, Guys, like the records of these teams. I'm picking the Chargers. What's more believable? The Falcons being 4-4 four and four, yeah. or Kyle Pitts getting 80 yards and a touchdown this week? Well, that last, last week? Yeah, like this past week. That's uh, kind of crazy. The Kyle Pitts one. Four and four is not that impressive. Kyle Pitts getting 80 yards on the fucking touchdown is. Dude, I think for the Falcons, though, for the Falcons being four and four, I didn't even think they were going to win like three games this year. That right. Yes. Plots, I got a rule. I don't, I don't turn my heat on until the winter solstice. So we still got another month and a half of this. Yep. Yep. Gotta save, save money around these parts because I ain't winning the fucking weekly cash anytime soon. Um, yeah, I'm picking the Chargers, but the only reason is the 
only reason is because they're coming off by. But you I know what? Hey, hey, wait a minute. Is Patterson supposed to return this week? I'm not seeing anything on it. Well, no idea. This, this is he designated to? He's uh, uh, it's been four weeks. I'm waiting maybe they for don't him. want us. Maybe they don't want us to know that. Well, problem is with Patterson back, he's taking away my best <laughs> player in Tyler Algier. Six days ago, via Fantasy Pros, Cordell Patterson is expected to return from IR during Week Nine. That's this week. Falcons coach Arthur Smith replied, "I imagine he's pretty close." When asked about him coming back and playing this week. Um, Changing my pick. Falcons. At home. Corduroy's back. Chargers don't have Mikey Williams. Who who knows if they're going to have Keenan Allen, that son of a bitch. I don't know. They got Lil Wayne. Got Lil Wayne and who else but Gerald Everett. I'm going with the Chargers. I'm taking the Falcons. All right. Oh, wait a minute. The Chargers <laughs> should be embarrassed if they can't beat the Falcons. The Chargers aren't good. Yeah, they aren't. I would say Well, that. if you throw the ball to Eckler 15 times, yeah, you can fine. score at least three touchdowns. You could, but they don't do that. They're not good. Miami Dolphins are 5-3, and three, and they're facing the Bears who are 3-5. and five. And it's in Chicago. Very windy. But I'm going to pick the Dolphins. For the sole purpose being they just got Jeff Wilson. Oh, yeah. And Chubb. Yeah. But I think it's important to note that the Bears have been playing better. Justin Fields has been playing better. They've been putting up points. Yes. Which is... Interesting. So it is in Chicago. It's not going to be hot there. I'm going to pick the Bears in this one. Wow. And I'm going with the Dolphins. I got to say <laughs> that Tyreek Hill is kind of blowing my mind. I texted this a few days ago, but he only has two touchdowns, and that was in one game. So in one of the eight games that you've had Tyreek, he's scored. The seven others, he hasn't. But he's already at 961 yards through half the season, which means he's on pace for almost 2,000. He's doing what Julio Jones used to do, which is all yards and no touchdowns. Yeah, but he's, he's got that ability to be what Julio Jones was. It's crazy. Um, he has half of his games are over 160 yards. Half. Crazy, crazy. crazy. Mason, who are you picking? Sorry, I was just muted. My bad. Uh, I'm taking the Dolphins. Um, What I was going to say is what was crazy is going into the season, I remember us having conversation, a lot of conversation, about whether or not Waddle or Tyreek Hill was going to be better. And obviously Tyreek Hill has been – he scored more, but, I mean, they've both been very consistent options that I don't think anyone thought – both of them are going to be sustained in this no, offense. I'll be, be the first person to say I didn't think that would happen because I didn't believe in Tua, and he's been the difference maker. Yeah, I think we all agree. So far. <laughs> now, is he better than Mahomes? 
Um, through nine weeks. Doesn't he have the best QBR in football? Uh, he's got the best cock in football. I mean, uh, <laughs> I love how that might be a stat, even if it's not cock? true. No, <laughs> Mason. What Mason said. Oh, the best QBR. It makes Who's him the best, the best quarterback. Cock? That's BBC. Bragger Bridge Crew. That's right. Crew. Um. <laughs> What were we saying? Yeah, two has been good, which means Waddle and Hill have been good, which means I was wrong. What I'm not wrong about is the Carolina Panthers going into Cincinnati and beating the Bengals. Dude, the Bengals suck. They looked horrendous last night. Now, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, we're all we, we were talking about the fucking ESPN updates, the the notifications you get. I didn't get one <laughs> for like an hour and a half, <laughs> and I had a quarterback. Yeah, you know, get into the yeah. red zone. I guess it doesn't matter who who it was. The whole team just didn't get there at all until the end. Um, yeah, that was tough. Was it chase related? Was it just the Browns were ready for them? Or is it just the offensive line blows? Every time I looked at the game, Burrow was getting sacked. It was tough. I mean, their offensive line does blow, but I think they're definitely a different team without Chase, like for sure. They are, but the Panthers aren't as good of a defensive unit. I think they'll be better this week, the Bengals. And I I don't think think the Panthers will get them. I think the Panthers for real. Right now, in this week, you <laughs> think the Bengals? You think McCaffrey was holding them back? Uh probably. Yeah. I think Tim Bolger is upgraded to a race car too. What the fuck is that? I'm. <laughs> I muted myself so you guys hopefully wouldn't hear that. Dude, my neighbors heard it. <laughs> Fucking. Um. The Panthers with P.J. Walker, these past few weeks, he's been improving. D.J. Moore had a game. Terrence Marshall did pretty well. And let's not forget Deonta Foreman. How could you? Because if you had him, you probably won. Except if your shoes. (laughs) Was it P.J. Walker again? Oh, yeah. Baker's been fucking wearing the headset. I know they have Sam Darnold still, too. Sam Darnold. P.J. Walker's a guy. He was good in the XFL. People forget. Dude, that throw that he made to D.J. Moore was insane. I know. Especially when everybody saw it coming. I don't think people are giving it enough credit. Like, that was a ridiculous throw. Yep, and then if DJ, Fred Rogers did it, they'd be all over the news. Oh well, yeah. What was what was even better throw was the throw that DJ Moore had when he threw off his helmet off his head and cost him the game. Such a stupid rule. Now, I understand that led to a penalty, but are you not gonna are you gonna put no blame on a fucking kicker who can't make? I mean, what would it end up being? What was the distance? On it's that almost a, it's almost forty eight yards. 
Yeah, because it was a 15-yard penalty. Oh, yeah, they start like the 30, right? Or 30? 30. It's a 33-yard extra point attempt, and you add 15 onto that, 48 yards. Damn. Yeah, and then tough. he had a chance to redeem himself in overtime, and he fucking blew it again. So, no, I, I don't feel bad for the kicker at all, too. But DJ Moore blew that. As much as he could have won the game, he fucking lost them the game, too. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm taking the Panthers. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals. Me too, Mason. The Packers are three and five. Good. Yeah, good. And they're going to Detroit to face the <laughs> Lions. Or one and six. But not before Jamal Williams <clears throat> and DeAndre Swift had to get three touchdowns. They're still fucking one and six. You want to talk about wrong? How about anyone who thought AJ Dillon was going to be the next best thing? Oof, I was one of those people too. So was I. Wrong a lot this year. Not fun. <laughs> well, I'll it's, tell you what I'm not wrong it's everything, about. Everything, yeah. Is the Packers finally catching a dub? Yeah, the Lions defense is just way too bad. So bad. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the Packers are going to put up a lot of points. But then again, the Packers defense hasn't really been super great either. The Packers offense has been ass. Who are we yeah. taking? I'm taking the Packers, but I feel like this game could be a shootout. Right, I'm picking the Packers, but I don't feel great about it. Alright. And then you have the Indianapolis Colts at 3-4-1 traveling to New England to face Mac Jones and the Patriots coming off a big division win against the Jets. Give me the Pats, bro. Give me the Pats. There we go. That was the most confident Pats pick you've ever had on uh, I know, right? We're talking like years. I'm feeling I'm feeling pickles. good. I'm feeling good after that win against Jets. That was a big win. Yeah, Patriots season good about big. facing fucking Sam Elringer, whatever the fuck this dude was. Dude. Indianapolis. The Patriots season basically was on that game on Sunday. And I mean, granted, did they get bailed out by a pick six call? Uh penalty? You remember that, Glenn? Why'd you have so, to bring that up? That would have been my third touchdown. Because that was the that was a big play in the game. And I think they yeah. got bailed out a little bit, but sometimes you need a little luck. What was so, the call? It was a uh, pick six at the Jets side, and then they called roughing the passer on it, so it negated it. Yeah. And then after and... that, Zach Wilson was drinking fucking stupid juice, and he tried <laughs> throwing the ball out of bounds, and that got picked off. <laughs> and then he threw another pick. Stupid throws. Yeah, they were really bad. Just glad to know Mac Jones threw another pick. That was – oh. It was back, right? Well, I know it didn't count, but still, yeah. that happened. And he's been doing that more than Zappy was. So what are you trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say yet. <laughs> I think you do know what you're trying to say. I think you just shut your fucking mouth. Uh, moving Man. on. This is a pro Mac Jones podcast. Yep. Mac's my guy. Not Zappy. Not Bailey Zappy. The Zap attack. Ooh. Mac fucking attack. I just feel like people, people, I hear people call in into the sports hub every day and they're like, yeah, dude, I think Zappy should be the guy. He should be the guy so much better than Mac, dude. 
And I'm just like, bro, Mac Jones was the best rookie quarterback last year. Like, he had a rough stretch of games to start the season, but the coaching sucks. Matt Patricia is a defensive coach, and he's the offensive coordinator. Like, think about that. He's been left out to dry, okay? Like, straight up. And the offensive line blows. It blows. So, should they just use a Madden playbook? Ask Madden? Probably be For better than the play calling that Patricia and Judge have, so... But, like, people want to give up on Mac Jones so quickly. So weird. It's because past right. fans expect perfection. Yeah. Like, he can still be good. You know like, what I 2007. Mean? No one's ever going to be Tom Brady. That's what people have to understand. Uh... Does that mean no one's going to be better than him? Ever? I mean, maybe not. I don't know about ever, but maybe when we're more genetic freaks in another 50 years. You could argue right now that Justin Fields is better than him. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. How many QB5 finishes does Justin Fields? I mean, does Tom Brady have this year? I don't think we were talking about in this moment of time in this season. Well, Justin yeah, Fields' career isn't over yet now, is it? So it's hard to compare. I guess anybody who's active today could be better than Brady. That's right. Oh, whatever. Even Bailey <laughs> Zappi. Exactly. Um, you picking the Pats too, Susan? I am. All right, cool. Me too. Uh, I'll tell you who I'm not picking. That's the New York Jets. Because if you don't throw Elijah Moore... I'm going to boycott you. Five and three Jets. That's still a great Jets record. Yeah. Not good yeah. enough because they're about to be five and four when the Bills fucking stomp on their throats. Still the Jets, Susan. Yeah. Yep. Bills about to smack the shit out of them. The Minnesota Vikings. You think five and three is crazy? How about six and one for the Minnesota Vikings? What the fuck? I can't seven and that. one for the Vikings. Because yeah. I'm picking them. Nah, 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 nah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Dude, Hawkinson's there. Bye week. Oh, Hawkinson sucks. So are the give commanders. Me, nah, give me Taylor <laughs> Heineke. Give me Brian shot nine times Robinson. And give me. What the fuck? Put it in reverse. Terry McLaurin. Against this Minnesota fraud ass Vikings team. Give me, Kirk. give me Kirk, bro. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. no. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk oh, he had a good game last uh, week yeah he did what did he get he had 24 I think and they still gave the Cardinals about 16 chances to come back and win the game but luckily Kyle is even fucking worse than Kirk is <laughs> um give me Taylor about, Heineke at home about, baby. yeah Heineke nah yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Washington's won three straight. Just want to say that. Damn. So, make it four straight. Nope. All right. And next, uh, we get to the last Vegas Raiders. At two and five. Traveling 
Duval County to face the Jacksonville Jaguars at uh, two and six. Yeah, Is that right. Yeah, who who said that Jacksonville was going to be good this year? Me, definitely. Me. I said dark horse for the playoffs. Yeah, dark horse for a fucking first overall pick. More like it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, I paid the price. I. I grabbed their defense. I played their defense. I thought they were gonna. I thought they were gonna be a good unit. Thought they had good matchups, and they continuously got me negative points. What did they get you this week? Oh, I finally dropped them, and they got positive points for Brendan. It was like five or six. Did you start? I picked the Titans, but they got me eleven, so I was happy with that. All right, all right, cool. Um, I'm picking the Raiders. Me too. I will say this, though. The Jaguars are more fantasy relevant, probably than they have been in a while. Yeah, ETN is the greatest thing since. But you know Kirk, what? too. And um, even Evan fucking well. Ingram. You know what? I got something to say about ETN, okay? I think he's going to be my next guy. Like, you're uh, like the Derrick Henry fan club, but ETN? Yeah. yeah, like it went from like AP to Derrick Henry. Nah, it's ETN. Hmm. Interesting. He's that good. I believe in him. How can you hate a guy whose name is ETN? It's literally yeah, three, it's three letters. Three initials. Yeah, three letters. Who are you picking, man? You guys hear me? I got the Raiders. The Raiders. The what? The Raiders. Ah, the Raiders. Ah. Yeah, I, I hope they watch film this week, the Raiders, and ah. see, oh, we didn't throw it at Adams this game. Maybe we should do that this week. They're probably like, number 17, who's that? Yo, that's Devontae. Ah, shit. Well, I guess I'll throw it to him this game. Well, God knows he doesn't do that with Hunter Renfro. Who? Yeah, exactly. Four o'clock rolls around. We got the oh. Seattle Seahawks. We're five and three. Dude, I love that. Oh, my God. You know Gino what? looks like a boss, I'm not going to lie. They're yeah. going to kick the shit out of the Cardinals. You think? Yep. Yeah, I'm picking the Seahawks. That's wild. I, th- I think that's the biggest surprise of the year, the Seahawks being 5 Dude, honestly? More than the Jets. I th- I, I feel like I kind of – there's always like an NFC team that I gravitate towards where I'm like, I wouldn't mind seeing them succeed. And that's the Seahawks. I think they're a good story this year. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're a fun a watch. Big, they definitely have a 20 for 20 on Geno Smith's career and shit if he won the Super Bowl. I feel like their games are also entertaining. You know, is that what is it? Did I say it wrong? Wait, he's. Do you say twenty for twenty instead of thirty for thirty? Oh, I'm sorry. Applebee's is on my mind. <laughs> no, that's the two for twenty. Two for twenty. Thirty for thirty. I don't even know what that means. It means <clears throat> I'm picking the Seahawks. You know what? Do you honestly know what it means? I'm gonna Google it. No, I don't. Are we all picking the Seahawks? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Derived from the series Genesis as 30 films in celebration of ESPN's 30th anniversary in 2009. Huh. Interesting. And I guess it just stuck. Stuck. I don't feel like I feel like they made a lot more than 30 films. Maybe not. 
Four days in October is the best one, though. Twenty for twenty. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the the episode name. I don't know. Twenty for twenty. <laughs> oh no. Uh, ESPN Films presents twenty for twenty. <laughs> what if I told you you could have an appetizer? <laughs> meal. Oh no. <laughs> Just 20 bucks. <laughs> Crazy. Oh man. All right. Los Angeles Rams are three and four. They're facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are three and five. Before the season started, this looks like a game that you would star. Defending Super Bowl champs. Actually, the past two Super Bowl champs. Good point. Just that just shows how fucked up this year is. I mean, we say it is for fantasy, but the real NFL is crazy. You got the fucking Giants, the Vikings, the Jets kicking ass, Seahawks doing well, and then you got the Bucks sucking, the Rams sucking. Um, who else is sucking? Packers. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Give this is me. an anomalous year. Oh, this is tough, dude. The Bucks are so bad. But so are the Rams. And they might not Cooper have Cooper Cup. Cup. Yeah, he's dealing with an, an ankle. Give me the Bucks at home. I'm picking the Rams. Give me the Bucks because I need a Chris Godwin touchdown. I need it like I need air. Give me uh give me the Rams. All right. Give me the Rams. Go fuck myself, huh? Uh, Sunday night, we have the Tennessee Titans at five and two, traveling to Kansas City, coming off by who was also five and two. Uh, I don't know. The Titans are five and two. It's pretty impressive, mm-hmm. but not impressive enough to beat the Chiefs at home. I mean, the Chiefs. Same. Yep, Chiefs. And then on Monday night, you got the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson and the, the fraud team that the Ravens are traveling to New Orleans to face the Saints. Who that say going to beat them Saints? The Ravens ain't going to beat them Saints. Give me the Saints at home. And give me the combined score, a whopping 68 points. Boy, I hope not. 69. It's going to be Kenyon Drake here. going to (laughs) suck. That's going to suck. Because there's nothing I hate more than watching a game where only my opponent has players. So I'm not going to watch it. What? I don't have anybody. No, but he's got Drake and Andrews and Kamara and probably a defense, right? Ravens D. I can you text you and give you updates. To tell so you Sunday almost on. doesn't matter because half your team hasn't played yet. Oh my god! You got Ravens I'm gonna have a knee too. Four fucking Dude. guys. How's that gonna work when you get Kamara? Peacock's um, thirty-eight. Ravens D's gonna get negative thirty-eight. I wish. I mean, again, assuming he has Mark Andrews by that time. That's true. It might be Dallas God on your squad. A little bit of Jeff Wilson. Shut up. What? 
week nine, Mason. There's no excuses not to make trades now. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right. Who are you picking? Huh? Who are you picking? It's the pigskin pick them. I asked who you're picking. I had to put a waiver claim in. Okay. Uh oh. I'm picking the Ravens. Interesting. I'm picking the Saints. Uh, Ravens. Yeah. That's that. Um, Godspeed with all your picks. But they're not going to be better than mine. Sizzling Hot Takes are brought to you by Der Burgers. <laughs> what? What? Uh, I just, I don't know. It's easy to get me to laugh. Because it's just Glenn just stopped talking. Yeah, aren't you supposed to ask, are the burgers good? Durr. Okay. <laughs> Glenn looks offended. <laughs> Glenn looks, looks offended like that you just asked him that while not having your camera on. Like, like how dare you ask me that question and I can't even see you. <laughs> <laughs> my sizzling hot take. <laughs> I, can't even, <laughs> I can't even make this hot take because the Cowboys don't play this week. Um, my sizzling hot take is... Kadarius Tony, in his debut, doesn't catch a single pass. <laughs> he might not. Is that hot or is that warm? I could go the other way too. I mean, ESPN has a projector for three points. Three points? All right, never mind. I'm changing my mind. Kadarius Tony, two They're gonna touchdowns, ease book it. <laughs> oh my god. My hot take is that we're gonna be talking about Stefan Diggs as the fuck of the week next week as the Jets beat the Bills with Diggs getting less than four points. What? Damn, you believe in no. sauce? That's crazy. What'd you say about sauce? <laughs> you believe in sauce Gardner? The sauce? Oh obviously not. What do you mean? I thought you were making a reference to the burger. Like, damn, you're going to leave me sauce, at least, oh, with rookie, this burn-ass burger? The rookie cornerback on the Jets <laughs> is the sauce. Oh. Sauce Gardner. And I Fryer has a friend named Sauce, remember? Yeah. He yeah. slept outside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's not the cornerback on the Jets, though, that guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but I'm saying you believe in the sauce to hold. Yeah, yes, I do. I do. Under... You say four points? Four points. Four total? Yep. So, it's ridiculous. For 30 yards? 19 yards. He's going to have a Kyle Pitts game. This is Stephon Diggs we're talking about, not Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Damn. I know. That's why he's going to be the fuck of the week automatically. Damn, that's hot. All right, Mason. 
All right. So my sizzling hot take is that DK Donkey is Donkey Kong, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what about him? What about him? (laughs) (laughs) He's scoring three touchdowns this week, baby. Wow. Yeah. He's going over 100 against the sorry-ass Arizona Cardinals. Man, I flipped on them so hard. I used to be such a Cardinals guy, and now I am. I like Hopkins. That's it. What's that noise? I don't know. Yeah, you don't usually hate on a team that when you have stock in them, like Hopkins. Oh, I do. I've been hating on the Broncos all year. <laughs> That's true. That's a valid point. Um. All right. That was Sizzling Hot Takes. Brought to you by Der Burgers. Are the burgers good? Huh? Are the burgers good? There. Sousa? Mason. You're going oh, down. shit. That's right. Ah, Mason, what are we going to do? This is a big game. You guys should bet Applebee's 2 for 20. Oh. Why? Oh, nothing to do with that fucking restaurant, man. It's good, though. It sucks. No. Yeah, this is this is a big oh week, Mason. What um, I don't do you prefer? think I don't think there are important bye weeks on our teams this week. So, so I think we're I think we're as locked as and loaded as we can be. I I don't know why people are constantly drag racing outside of my house, bro. Fucking Vin Diesel and Tim Bolger are just. Vin Diesel. It's so funny because I hear it and then I look at the screen and I see Mason mute his mic. Oh shit. They're filming fucking Fast 11 in Mason's parking lot right now. Yeah, seriously. Oh shit. Oh. Alright, so Susan versus Mason. Loser uh, gets it. Loser cries. Cries what? They just cry. Loser is tied with Panacho after he beats Craig's 50-point projected team this week. Damn. I know. He's been projected for 50 points. Well, it's because all his bye week guys are still in his lineup because... There's nothing he else he can do. He has eight people on by. Why the fuck can I play him this week? Who makes this goddamn schedule? Yep. Exactly. Fat right. asterisks next to this season. Yep. Yep. Yeah, honestly. Who do you think is going to win? You think it's going to be Gomes? The whole Ryan? league? Yeah. The whole as a business. Dude, Brendan has been killing it. He's the best team, seven and one. But we've seen him put up like low nineties, maybe even eighties, or maybe I'm lying. It any given Sunday, anything can happen. Yeah. But the high favorites. I'm picking JV. 
Yeah, the favorites are Brendan, Gomes, Zach, Zach. Yeah, I'm picking JV because that's who that's who would uh, would pain me the least. One, because I like JV. Everybody I know. Else, <laughs> so you, so you, you'll suck a cock. You're happy in life if JV just wins eight straight. I'm just, I'm you're just, just smooth sailing. Say, oh, JV won again? Ah, fuck. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> 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 um, all right. I think that'll do it. Any other yep. trades happen in the meantime? No. 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 All right. Oh, I think there's a trade about to happen right now. I think it involves Dallas Goddard and uh, Marky Mark. He's nuts. And DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, okay. All right. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.